What's good, Kings and Queens? It's your boy, Bam, two times. And this your boy, ZTR, a.k.a. Exactly Right. And welcome to Southern Royals. All right, cuz, so what topic of the day is, man? Well, the topic of the day is basically you getting served. I'm getting served. Not you. Basically, former Miami Dolphins coach Brian Flores is suing the NFL for basically racial discrimination. God damn. What the fuck going on with the NFL right now? Man, let's get into the topic. Let's get into it. Let's get into it because I don't even know. Right before the Super Bowl? <laughs> Honestly, let's get to this topic. <laughs> you know what, Bam? I'm gonna make this. We should make this a segment. Like, you got random thoughts by Bam, which you didn't say a random thought in a good while. Let's make me a segment. I'm gonna put it like this: ZTR needs answers. I I like that. I fuck with that. I'm yeah, not starting like my random thoughts till season two. Then you start back up again. <laughs> you can start back up in season two. Let's do this. Listen, this. Right. I heard these these questions made me thought think because when I heard them, I like dang. I gotta share it with some people. I gotta share it to y'all. Listen, I need answers to this. I got two of them. Why are apartments called apartments when they close together? Because, because. Because this section needed, nigga. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I almost left this whole episode just now. You just want to record with yourself. Yeah. I was going to get a bread man on you. <laughs> they were. I need ass like this, like the second one. Let's just listen. I'm going to make you think about this. Listen. Is y'all finished or is y'all done? <laughs> I just started. Okay. <laughs> like, this is my other question. Listen, listen. If the people say tomatoes are classified as a fruit, doesn't that make ketchup a jelly? Yeah, I'm definitely leaving in a minute. Now. I, I ain't gonna <laughs> cap. I'm gonna leave your ass in a minute. <laughs> you got one more damn time to make my ass think. I'm gonna I'm 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 beat your ass. I'm gonna beat your Wait till season two start. Wait till season two start. I got some coming for your ass. Pause. I got some for your ass. Wait till season start. We wait, wait. Just wait. Hey, stuttering. Wait, wait. Talking about some damn tomato is a jelly. A ketchup <laughs> jelly. I I was thinking about that. Like, if if tomatoes are classified as a fruit, doesn't that make ketchup a jelly? How do you even make ketchup? I don't fucking know. You squeeze the goddamn shit out of a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you squish the bitch and it's ketchup. Damn, ta-da's. <laughs> I know how to make wine, but I don't know how to make no damn jelly and shit. I know how to make wine, too. Shit. Let's just get on topic with this list. All right. Goodness. All right. Excuse me. Since, since I did research, you know, it was like a good bit of research. You know, I get some tips. I ain't gonna lie for my father, like, you know, my dad, my pops, because, you know, he heard about this too in the situation. He gave me some good pointers to add to my little notes. These are the questions. First is, what is board diversity? Well, Board, uh, I got it right here. It's basically aims, board diversity aims to cultivate a broad spectrum of demographic attributes and characteristics in the boardroom. A simple and common measure to promote <clears throat> hetero, goddamn, gen- in the boardroom, commonly known as ginger. I said ginger, I mean gender, goddamn, diversity. Is included is to include female representation on the board, or it could be by race. So basically, it's like this is how I would sum it up in my own terms. Not like everybody's terms. This is how I would sum it up. Basically, like everybody has a chance. Anybody like doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, black, white, Latino, anything. Like you know, 
you have a chance. Like, you have your opinion. You have a chance to put your hand into the jar. Like, you get what I mean. Everybody has a say. Right. And that's what that's what that's why I was like I knew about this like you know everybody has a chance it's not all about just one race it's just everybody has a chance like man woman could be even a child like does it even matter you have a chance to put your hand in the pot like, everybody has their opinion everybody has a say so or something and the thing was like this I always had a question because my dad told me this I said does the NFL have a diversity board or you know board diversity which he said yeah it is he said look it up when I look it up the NFL does have a diversity board they really do like it's like right here like I got another thing it said the NFL the National Football League NFL has launched several uh diversity oh my god yeah. <laughs> I gotta reread my notes Young boy, young boy, season two. Make sure you uh, um, I'm gonna plug this right now. Make sure you subscribe to our channel on YouTube, Southern Royals Two on YouTube. I got like the thing is, it's like I would say, damn, I've read this shit so many times. Um, I got so lazy. I would say it was designed. Like I'm just gonna sum it up like this: it was basically designed to improve, like you know, diversity designed to improve. The representation of racial and ethnic um, <clears throat> majorities and women in the league. Well, minorities, I mean, my bad, not scratch that majorities. Minorities and women in the league headquarters and among the team. So basically, like, you know, everything, like I said before, everybody has a say-so. Like, you know, no matter if you, whatever your race is and no matter your gender, like, you have a say-so. Amongst yeah. the te- headquarters and the teams, so everybody really just like they got a decision. Everybody gets a decision in the whole group, basically like that. So like the diversity board, like is made up. Like you know, like the top dogs. That's what I would call them. And like you know, they would have a say. So what goes on? And it's like right. this. Is it, it basically another question? Who is on the diversity board? Well, I got right here. It said the NFL's workplace diversity committee is composed of owners and exclusive personnel to include like these are some of them these ain't all of them these are some of them which is chair katie blackburn of the cincinnati Bengals, which i would say she's the owner or the head of them uh what is it michael bidwell of the arizona cardinals arthur blank of the atlanta falcons e harvey loy did you say yeah. e? e harvey like oh, Harvey, as with the J, with you know, Spanish, Harvey Loy and of the Houston, Texas, and John. Oh my god, Mara, that nigga say yee yee. Mara, yeah, <laughs> Mara, it's a John Mara of Mara or Mara of the New York Giants of the New York Giants and George H. Like, these are just the name of few, and they you could tell that like, they basically are the owners of these teams, the chairman or the owner of the teams. I know for them, so they need to make me the damn owner of the New York Giants because we need some motherfucking new shit. We tired of, but losing. Listen, tired of them niggas losing. But listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Like, listen. Did we talk about, like, freaking Brian Flores? Like, listen, he was, like, one of the black head coaches of the Miami Dolphins. And, like, you know, now there ain't that much of them left, basically. Because, like, you know, he got let go, and also I forgot another coach, but Matter of fact, I got my notes right here, but listen, like this. Uh, it Here's another question I got. It said, did any of these teams have black head coaches? Like, these are just the names, like the team, like the chairman's right here of the few. Not This probably is not even the whole committee, but like right. this. The Cincinnati Bengals had what Marvin had Marvin Lewis, which was a which was the black, you know, was a black head coach for 16 years with the Bengals. Damn, 16. That's what I'm saying. And then for the Arizona Cardinals, they had Dennis Green, and he was the second black head coach in NFL history. What about the um the dude in the Steelers at the Steelers? I forgot his name. He still, he's, he's still yeah, he's still with them. He's still with the the um yeah with Pittsburgh Steelers like this. 
like this. Look, okay, like this. The Houston Texans had David. Uh, ew, I'm saying his last name. I'm probably gonna mess up. Uh, Clo Cloley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, like listen. When I look at David Cloley, I thought he was like make like he was like hey, but technically he is black. But you know, he was the head coach for this season for the Texans. Like it was his first year as a professional coach for NFL team. But he said, but he was fired because he didn't want to make changes to the offensive side of the ball. Let's say if the offense doing good, what the fuck you want to change it for? That's what I'm saying. Even if it was doing good like that. But listen, this is for the listen, it said the New York Giants and the Atlanta Falcons never had a black head coach in their history, but they do have black GMs. Nope. They have they have black GMs, but at the same time, if you picking a head coach, the GM does not have a decision. The GM basically is there, like you know, oh yeah, hey, I seen this head coach right here. They they there to put their um the person that they know, another head coach that they know. They there to make a name, like you know, put the name out, like say, oh, like here, listen, we got this. This dude's a free agent. How about you think we get him? Or they basically throw that out there. While it's the, basically the owner's decision to go ahead and get them on the team or to hire them. Right. Like everything comes up to the owner. You can't just go ahead and say, oh, we're going to hire this coach. The owner has to do the interview with the coach. The owner's always got to say so because he's the one that's getting all this together and stuff. So that's what I'm saying. So. That's what I'm saying. But I also have another question. The thing is, so why are the owners of the New York Giants and Atlanta Hawks on the diversity board? That's the question. If they never had a black head coach, why are they there? That's what I'm thinking. This is my question. People people got a whole bunch of good other reasons, but to me, it's a diversity board. These other owners had head coaches have these other owners have black head coaches, but these two teams, but these two owners, the New York Giants and the Atlanta Hawks, don't have, don't never had a black head coach in their history. Yeah, I'm a Giants fan. I ain't never seen had a, a black head coach before. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, like, wouldn't you feel more that if you had a owner of a team that had a black coach in their history? Yeah. Because, like, the thing was, if I'm not, isn't it like, well, from the diversity board, they had, let me go ahead. I have to skip some through some of the notes, but right here. I have another question like this. Um, the Ronnie, the Ronnie rule. Like, what is the Ronnie rule? The Ronnie rule basically was it said the Ronnie rule named after Dan Ronnie, the former Pittsburgh Steelers owner and chairman of the NFL's diversity committee. Damn. Was a yeah, was adopted in 2003 and requires teams to interview diverse candidates for coaching jobs. Basically, that means they had like, you know, it is required is mandatory for you to at least interview not just all white but like all like black hispanic you know probably asian no matter what other race and they a coach and they you know give them a chance and like you know interview them see if they get a job i had a question though like yeah what happened if like the owner passes away or something who does he give it to who if the owner passes the owner yeah. Well, like, if, the, if the owner passes away, it just depends. Like either it goes to his, you know, you got some owners that you know say, "Oh, if I pass away, this team will go to my kids or go to my grandkids." Okay, okay, okay. I because I, I, I wouldn't because let's listen. I would rather give it to a family member that knows the business that I taught them, so they can keep they you know they can keep the whole family going. Like like my son, hell, even like my brother. Show him everything about it, and then just go ahead and just, if I pass away, if anything happens to me, he can take over the team. So him right there, so he can just pick where he left off. That's what I'm saying. And like it's, Oh, yeah, and you talk about that. Now, listen, at the time, like, at the time of this lawsuit that um, Flores had put, that, had put on the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the only team that, that employed a black head coach, Mike Tomlin. Like, that's the thing. But, like, this is, okay. This this is the information I got from the article from ESPN.com, and the article's name, Brian Flores, NFL Lawsuit, 
can he prove what systemic yeah systemic racism that we know about claims of shame I mean sham interviews and insensitive and bruh brain is saying this shit fast like my brain is saying the words fast then I can say it incentive incentive I'm gonna say incentive thing tanking goddamn plus what's next damn can that my brain i need like my shit is saying the words faster than i can even say it but i can't you, you I can't, huh? Huh? No, no. Yeah, fuck you <laughs> you bad shit we're good because i won't look you in anyway nigga damn look <laughs> at <laughs> this article is by kevin suffer suffer and it was dated on february the 2nd this year 2022 Okay. Real question is, how does it all even start? That's what I want to know. That's Basically, how- this is right here. So what? Uh, I'm gonna try to like. No, I got it. It's like I got it in quotes right here, but I'm gonna try to summarize it at the same time too. Like this. This is like, what is a sham interview? I quote. I quote from this article. It said, former Miami Dolphins coach Brian Flores filled. I mean, filed a class action lawsuit against the NFL and its teams this week accusing them of sham interviews, incentivizing losses, and pressure to improperly recruit players. He about to sue them for that? What if he don't win? If he don't win, listen, he basically, and all all in all, when I kept on, I only got kind of like some of the stuff Throughout this article, because like I'm just gonna tell you right now, I read through, but at the same time, I got the main parts that I think, like you know, that we need to talk about on here. But like, if y'all want to go here, I already said the article. Basically, I'll read again. The article is off of ESPN.com, and the article is named Brian Flores NFL lawsuit. Can he prove systematic? I mean, systemic racism. That systemic racism. What we know about claims of sham interviews and incentivizing tanking plus what's next. And the thing w- is, this isn't... Oh, wait, my bad. Go ahead. I just said W-Mans, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a quote right here. Okay, th- this is the quote right here that when he said, it said, Flores put in a legal document what black coaches have said privately for years. <clears throat> Goddamn. Specifically, that's, I'm trying to call it, that's all water, bro. Specifically, <laughs> that they receive job interest to fulfill, yeah, to fulfill the NFL's Rodney Law, which we already talked about, you know, everybody has a chance, like, you know, this required for them to talk to any race to at least to interview more races to accept Instead of just you know interviewing for one race, right back to it's a, yeah, which requires teams to interview two external minority candidates like you know white, black, Latino, Asian doesn't matter for a vacant yeah yeah for vacant head coaching jobs and are not considered serious candidates for many openings. Which yeah, they interview you but it's not going to be that serious but you still you know you still interviewed them gave them a clear interview clean interview right. and it says to this it says to illustrate the point Flores started yeah I mean Flores stated that he received word three days before he interviewed for the Giants vacant yeah vacant spot on January 27th that the job would go to Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dab. Oh my God, Dabo. Weird ass names. As as evidence, Flores produced screenshots of text messages from New England Patriots coach Bill. Oh my God. Oh yeah, Bill Blackett. Belichick. Belichick. (laughs) God damn. Belichick. Shit, y'all know. Damn, I can't pronounce no damn name. Belichick, who appeared <laughs> aware of <laughs> devils, <laughs> devils impending hire, which 
I feel like when I talked to this with my dad, he basically said uh, that, you know, me and him just talking, he, my dad basically said, like, so you telling me that they sent him the off the Giants said, you know, we send you a job offer and all that. Not offer, like, you know, like, well, for an interview, which the interview basically, you know, you basically a candidate. You go in there for the interview. You're not actually a verified serious candidate. Just interviewing you. It's like all interviews. Like they, you, they are they aren't that serious with you until they find something in you that they like, basically. And once, and this like we heard it from a talk show too, like the sports talk show. It went like this when he summarized to me. He said like the dude, the man did Flores didn't even go to New York yet. He really did not go to New York yet until he got word that, you know, the New England Patriots, like the own the coach of the New England Patriots, basically said, Hey yo, congratulations for your new head coach, which is basically which is basically he said Brian Dabo. So he really if he went to like New York he he went for no reason to be honest. Yeah, he would have went for no reason. They said, "Oh, why are you here?" Like the interview is done. Like there's no interview. They basically saying like, when I'm hearing it, like me and my dad heard it because we also reheard it. Basically, he, they was just using him as a pawn or like a puppet. So you telling me that? Uh, you said I'm going for an interview, but then after that, I found out that you already hired someone. Basically, you saying like you basically wanted him from the start. And you was just using me as a puppet so you can just show so you can just show so you can just show people that oh yeah, I had interviewed a different minor I had interviewed a minority. So that tells that shows you that I'm not just interviewing just, you know, one race. I'm being diverse and and putting out separate 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 interviews. Yeah, basically yeah. Basically Yeah, basically telling them like, oh, I'm not this, like, I'm diverse. Like, you see on the paper that I sent, we had the, we had the interview. But technically, you did not have the interview with the man. He didn't even come to New York yet. I feel like they, they, I think they record some interviews sometimes. That's what I'm saying, record. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, we're not just saying this because, listen, because he's a black head coach and we black or as we put in our respect terms, he's African-American and we African-American. We're not just on that side, like, because since he's African-American, we gonna be on the side. No, it's like, either or with us. Either he's wrong, or they or they wrong. He's right or they right. It's either or. Um, he put the lawsuit. It's basically the NFL's claim. They could just say, like, we not gonna take this lawsuit. It's their right. call. Like, it's basically their call saying, like, yo, we not gonna take this lawsuit seriously. Whatever. It's water in the bridge. We can forget about this. He lost the job, so he's done with Cause it's like it's like this. You get it's like this. It's like the NFL's decisions, so it doesn't matter anyway. So it's it like I said, like it doesn't. We on either we in the middle. So basically, like we try to see who is right, who's in the right, and who's in the wrong. We just not gonna jump on. Brian Flores' bandwagon because you know he's African-American. We African-American. No, it's not like that. No. I'm a person that sees like, I want to hear like two sides of the story. I want to get to the bottom of this and like I want to get started and finished. So I want to see what happened and like, I want to hear both sides of the story for real, for real. So see what's going on. For real, because like we just don't want to jump on one side saying he's right and then turns out at the end he wrong and we, we was with the, like the wrong person. Because, like, it's basically the NFL's decision if they want to take this lawsuit head-on or not. Because I feel like they can basically say, you know what, we ain't going to take this lawsuit. They can push your lawsuit aside, and that's it. Like, they wouldn't really care about the lawsuit right now. They just going to... We got Super Bowl going on right now. They be give, give fuck about the damn lawsuit. For real. And it was like this, right here. It said, in addition... Flores said that Broncos officials arrived late to a head coach interviewed in 2019 and alleged they had been drinking heavily the night before, suggesting they did not take his interview seriously before they hired Vic Fango. I mean, oh shit. Yeah. Fang, like Fango. Oh shit. 
<laughs> who was white. You just know him. Like, fuck it. I got to think, why the fuck they bringing a pass? That's 2019. It's 2022. That's what I'm saying. Why, why is... That's what I'm saying. Why is Flores bringing up the past? Because that's why I don't get... Listen, that's in the past. That's done. You already got hired. I think in that time, you already got hired by the Miami Dolphins. That should have just been like a brush off. That should have been it. Right. That's It's like bringing up OG again. After all these damn years, you can bring OG. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no reason for you to bring up this from 2019. You, know, you already got hired by the Dolphins. Right. You making mean, your money. Like, it really doesn't matter. Were you trying to put down another nigga to make some more money? Nigga, huh? Oh, okay. You just money hungry. You just want some more money. Money hungry ass. Yes, but listen, like this. I also said this. Uh, It said, the, in quote, it said, the Giants said in a statement that Brian Flores was in the conversation, but I mean, conversation to be our head coach until the 11th hour. And the Broncos said the interview started on time and pointed to notes. Oh, my God. Analysts and. I mean, analysis and evaluate evaluations and God damn, de- demonstrate the depths of our conversation and sincere interest in Mr. Flores as a head coach candidate. So basically they saying like, you know, the Giants said you were in the conversation to be a head coach, but until the eleventh hour we changed our mind. But at the same time, the man didn't come to New York yet. He didn't even you get still the had Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't get the interview. Or y'all could have done the interview online, but that wouldn't have been official official. Well it would have been official, but like, you know, it wouldn't have been like a all oh, like that person, right? Person, you need to know how the person is. You can't just go based off the video, and then all of a sudden they you give them the job, and then ta da, they ain't the person that they were. Like, bro, that don't mean like they even get they didn't even get no interview with him because he probably had some better potential that we got with the other head coach they got for New York Giants. He probably had more potential than him. I'm not saying because I really don't pay attention to the Dolphins, so you're not sure, but like. Could at least give him an interview or something, a phone call. Yes, what I'm saying, a phone call, or at least tell him like, you know, hey, I'm sorry we didn't get the interview, but we already found somebody. We have made the decision. Like, we had you in the conversation, but then until the eleventh hour, it came, we had changed our mind. Like, you could have said that, right? Like, what if he had something to do and he had to cut that off just to come to New York to do the interview, and there was no interview, so he just. Pushed all plans that he had to do for the interview. That's not even an interview, or just wasted. Or basically, just wasted his time. And then probably he had to pay for his own flight ticket and everything too. So that was a waste of money. Yeah. I mean, I know he's rich and all that, but that's still like a waste of money. Money is money. At the end of the day, it really is because like he was wasting like you can't just waste. Uh, site basically someone's time because, like, bruh, are you serious? Like, you told me that you had an interview with me, but then in actuality, you already found somebody until you had a conversation. And instead of you just calling me ahead of time saying, you know what, and I'm sorry that we, are, but we already found somebody here and all that. But, like, basically, I think, I think with all of this. Freaking that Flores, he basically putting his hopes on the line, basically, to me. Because I don't even know if this it really is going to be enough to even start spark a lawsuit. I don't think it is, to be honest. I think it's going to be just a push-off. They just put it out for no reason. It's going to be a push-off and just focus on the Super Bowl or whatever in the future. This ain't really, I don't think it's a real big situation. Like, yeah, like right here. Um, got another one. That, this is from the article, too. It said, our sham interviews is legal. And it says, like, it's Flores suit. Yeah, it's Flores suits. I got it. Yeah, suit cites violations of federal and state civil human rights <clears throat> structures. Yeah, statutes, I mean, statutes that are intended to ensure equal rights. It also reveals that he will file a complaint with the Equal Employment 
Opportunity Commission, EEOC, which do oh my god, who what last name is this? <laughs> Duru is I mean said is a prerequisite for a claim under title but I cannot read Roman noodles. I used to, but I cannot like V I I Jesus Christ of the nineteen sixty four Civil Rights Act. Tell this mm-hmm. ain't gonna last long. Like, this is gonna be a whole day. This is gonna be an hour trial. Hour trial, file suit. <laughs> Whatever this shit, it's gonna be a whole hour. You lost. Nigga, yeah. you lost. Go home. My nigga, hey, my guy, VVI is basically like what? Like, number seven. Jesus. Like, come on. Damn, now. I should even remember. Like, number seven. Like, it basically said, like, prerequisite for the claim under Title Seven of 19. 19- 64 Civil Rights Act. And then it said, also said this. It said, at that point, plaintiffs have two options. According to Duru, they can claim What the fuck? You can tie his knee glasses. Just... It makes it like <laughs> basically like, I would say I'm going to sum it up. Like, basically like disappointment inappropriate treatment basically like you know discrimination to treat like you know just disappropriate treatment like it's not fair whatever which requires proof of intentional discrimination or they can claim impact like this they just they i would say i'm trying to sum this word like basically like it's like an impact like it hurt them basically and said, which requires proof that a policy or statement impacts minorities differently than others. Shit. Oh, my bad. I so have... basically, oh no, like I cannot pronounce these words because I need glasses, or like my brain is stupid because we were calling late at night. Because uh, it's freaking 12 22 in the morning. Uh, we should have been recorded, but had complications. But anyway. We doing this for y'all. Yeah, because my brain is not functioning at this time <laughs> or any time when I was like we were recording like news like this. Just God, because all those times we were recording for like you know the Come On Mr. West episode, then you know New Year new diss tracks or any other episode that we recorded like that we get information like we record late at night and my brain cannot function. That's what. We be be laughing all night long, bro. I swear, and I like I be trying to read so bad, and I can't like half. I can't even like halfway pronounce it, but somewhere I can read it. But God, I gotta zoom in to see shit. Like, what is this? What they see right there? What's that? That's that Peter Piper What they see right there? What they see right there? Help! Come help me, real quick. What they see right there? Yeah. And with my halfway behind reading skill, yeah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> let's talk about all the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, now listen, let's wait, wait. Let's just try to keep on going this real quick, cause a little bit more like this. Because like this, what I really don't get, he trying. How can you find proof of disrespectful treatment, but also, but and also, or have proof of disrespectful impact? I don't know how you gonna find it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you must be a good goddamn. You must be got a good goddamn lawyer to find this shit. Because there's, how can you find like you? If you knew this shit was disrespectful, that means you should have kept you like the, kept your phone on record every day. Right. Right. If something, put that on record, put in your pocket, air party, or something, make sure they can hear it. Something. That's what I'm saying because like. If you know something like this is going on, you should have some record. I don't know. Anytime, record something. Have something. I don't know. Have a hidden camera record everything and people, so people won't know. Like, if you got your own office and they come talk to you in your office, like, have, like, a little camera set up somewhere. Like, people doing them pranks and shit. I know you be watching YouTube and shit. Niggas, niggas ain't got no life nowadays. Niggas watch YouTube. Nigga, put that shit in that damn corner and record that motherfucker. Yeah, for real. But at the same time, all in all, let's just sum this part. 
Because, like, uh, well, oh, man, matter of fact, my bad, I got one more thing. Uh, this comes from, like, the article again. This is, like, so when does the trial start? Like, this is it. It doesn't, I quote from it, this is, it doesn't work quite like that. First, it wouldn't be surprising to see the NFL move to dismiss the case and shift it to the league's internal. Oh, my God. I can't halfway read. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't half read, bro. That breaks your system. Like, I, oh my fuck. Basically, they they, they gonna pass it up to the head. Like, yeah, the head basically, people. like pass it up to the internal affairs. Basically, like with them. Like shoot. Like it says this. That's that's. It also said this. That's how it responded to a lawsuit filed. Last year, by former Los An- Las Vegas Raiders coach John Gurdon, citing construction and bo- and bylaws. I mean, con- I'm in a con- what type of damn last name like these people got? Shit, who thought of these damn last names? <laughs> situations and bylaws. I mean, not yeah. Ah. Why well, say construction, my nigga? It's because situations like a child. To be honest, to me, I don't think it's gonna be a child. It's gonna be a little conversation they gonna have off camera or whatever on camera, all that. It's gonna be a conversation. It's gonna be end up with a picture of somebody shaking his hand. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Hold on, wait a minute. I just got a tweet just now that see Alvin Kamara, the running back for the New New Orleans Saints, was arrested Sunday in Las Vegas after the Pro Bowl. Battery of resulting in substance substantial harm. I just got information. Alva Camara. Damn, what the fuck going on with this? That's my that's my nigga. What the fuck? Pause. That's my dog though. What happened? Alvin, bro. Not my nigga. Right, bro. I, I, I just happened to see a tweet notification go up. I'm looking at it right now. Come on, dog. There's a whole bunch of events that happen in Las Vegas, so that's a whole lot. Especially in the football going on, too. Shit. I never thought I'd see the Bengals come to another Super Bowl. Shit. With Joe? I, never thought, I, I never thought. Joe Brew? 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 God. Damn. Bro, I can't read or pronounce your shit. Joe Burrow, Nick Burrow, Burrow, Burrow. Because I started like, <laughs> I said, Burrow, Burrow, Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my cock trying to crank up. Let me stop. I actually stutter. Keep on stuttering like that. <laughs> but yeah, once they got sexy, uh, Joe and that motherfucker backfield, it's over with. Yeah, because hey, I, yeah, I saw a portion because I was working on my car. But when I saw the guy, like, okay, word, I said, okay, the AFC, yeah, AFC championship going on. Now, nah, AFC freaking, um, NFC, yeah, yeah, it, no, it was AFC, isn't it? AFC, AFC, they, they, yeah, then the AFC, I think, yeah, AFC. Bengals. yeah, Bengals, and um, the Chiefs, I like, yo, I like, okay, the Chiefs winning because I said, dang, it's like, what was it, the first half, it was freaking, I was going for them too, they was up. Yeah, it was like three to what? Three to fourteen? Three to fourteen, I think. I think so. And all of a sudden, when I came back, starting from the second quarter, and second quarter, like freaking the third quarter, all of a sudden these niggas was like neck and neck. I like, yo, the Bengals came back, coming back. Okay, that's like the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. They had a what twenty three lead in the Super Bowl, and he got the ass whooped. How you blow that lead? An easy ass twenty eight three, and let me just come back. Well, yeah, because like the thing was, um, like I was worried. I was like, dang, I said, shoot, they might probably go lose. So I said, they ain't doing no good. And after all of a sudden, these niggas like turn the tables on the Chiefs on the second quarter, especially with um offense. And then went in overtime. I was like, yo, overtime? That's a damn. They made the field goal kick for overtime? Listen, I was so mad. I was like, bro. Well, you wanted the Chiefs to make it?
what did I? I want the Chiefs make it so bad. I'm like, bro, y'all gotta spend back to win this one again. Y'all was supposed to win last year, but y'all sold the fucking bag. What the fuck going on? Mm-mm-mm. But I'm going for the Rams this year, though. I ain't gonna lie, I'm going for the Rams. Yeah, it's like what their second time, right? Well, not actually second time in history, but the second time I saw them. I think so. I think so. And then Tom Brady retiring again. That nigga's gonna be right back on the field. Again? He retired, yeah. He said he hanging it up his jersey again. That nigga sound like what he was like with Michael Jordan. Did it? Like that nigga retired like about six times. Yeah, he said come back, Michael Jordan come back. He said, nigga, I got championships on top of championship nigga. That nigga retired and came back like he changed his draws. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time where it was one dude kept on who was on the Bulls kept on saying, I'm better than Jordan. I'm better than Jordan. This nigga came out of retirement to whip this dude's ass. I remember uh Scotty Pippen said it ended. He said he better than Jordan. <laughs> Matter of fact, it was a it was a TikTok. That shit was so funny. I gotta send it to you all for That shit was funny though. There's no way I like, yo, you made Jordan. I, I wouldn't say like people say Jordan's in his own man. I feel like Jordan wouldn't have been the star that he was if Pimpin wasn't there. If you if you didn't have that dynamic duo, I don't think that he would have been like he would have been relevant, but he wouldn't have been as you know, because Pimp Pimpin was basically setting him up for some things for the majority of the things too. He did set him up with some good shit. That's like Kobe and Shaq, dynamic duo. But who else? Like freaking Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Ooh, what else? Dwayne Wade. Yeah, that was. I think. For me, that is the most top duo right there. Prime. The number one duo? In my book, hell yeah. Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, that's unstoppable. And what? Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, number two? Yes. Yo, my, I think, what was Dynamic Duo? Was it Martin Ginobili and Tim Duncan or Tony Parker and Tim Duncan? Tony Parker and Tim Duncan. Yep, yeah. Who else? Freaking, uh, Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. Yeah. Yes. Them niggas used to kill shit. Especially Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. I, I ain't gonna lie. That nigga but like, no. that car. But like, bro, when you see him, you can see like Blake Griffin. Bro, you knew. What was it? 2K what? When he was on the Clippers? Like the last 2Ks that when he was on the Clippers and DeAndre Jordan was on. Yeah, but DeAndre Jordan and um, thing was on the Clippers. Like. Blake Griffin was on Clippers. Like, the only thing you saw DeAndre Jordan, when DeAndre Jordan, like, they talk a whole bunch of DeAndre Jordan and um, Blake Griffin is because of their athleticism. Niggas, they some dogs. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, they dogs. But when you look at, but, bro, look at them now. Like, Chris Paul basically didn't have to use all his athleticism. He just used his skill, and he's still going. Right. Like, you see, you see Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, they, like, worn out now. They not even dunking like they used to. Cause them niggas got bad knees now. That's what I'm saying. Them niggas got arthritis in their knees. Cause yeah, they, they they mainly use their athleticism more than their skills. Listen, I think if Ray Allen, if Ray Allen wasn't so he he ain't that old, but if he wasn't so old, he should have came back. Ray Allen, cause he he's a kill shit. I him, remember and him and Paul Pierce was Paul Pierce, yeah. one. Right no, there. what got me is when I saw Ray on the face when he was about to give him his jersey, give Curry his jersey. Like he like this motherfucker broke my goddamn record. <laughs> you musted bitch. Get away from me. I still say I'm still saying Ray Allen is my all time favorite three point shooter. Like, like I will pick him over Curry. I'm not gonna lie. I would pick him. I would pick him first, then Curry second. I would too. Like even though even though Curry broke his record, but I still would pick Ray Allen over Curry first. I bet he can't guard him. Fuck all that. I ain't gonna lie. Prime Rajon Rondo was a raw ass nigga. This was oh, when he was on Boston. When he was with Boston. Yeah, that nigga was raw. He was with all those assists too. But now when you look at him, I'm like, damn, you suck, nigga. Just just retire. You not gonna make it though, boy. Just retire. Ain't he older than LeBron James? I don't know. The thing is, I ain't hear nothing about Zion no more. I think Zion was a bust. I ain't gonna lie. 
Yeah, actually, matter of fact, that is because I've been meaning to talk to you about that. That was actually supposed to be one of another episode I was going to tell you about this, but like, in the name of the episode, was like, will he ever come back? He might as well come back to South Carolina because nigga didn't hang this shit up. <laughs> matter of fact, you break because you just want to make this another episode or no? Hell yeah, season two. We can do that, but who gets season two? Will he ever come back? Yeah, All stay right. tuned, yo. Stay tuned. But John Morant, I'm yes. saying right now, John Morant. He was the number the hardest, one pick. He's the hardest nigga out of South Carolina in India right now. For South Carolina, he's the That's hardest. That's what I'm nigga. saying because, like, him wasn't um, Zion number two. Pick? I think so. Because those were the two top. But then when I saw Zion, I like, yo. When I saw a picture, I like, yo. How you that damn big? <laughs> like, yo, for your height, you a power forward or small forward. But at the same time, I said, bro, you weigh more. Like, you had Shaq. Shaq was like, is like, well, almost like six, what, six something? Like, almost close to seven foot. Like, he weighed 300 some odd pounds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did. He's seven, he's seven. I think he's seven foot even or six. six yeah. 11. That's what I'm saying. He kind of close to seven foot. But let's listen, throughout his whole career, he had weighed 300 and something pounds. But it was that athleticism, and he still had a basketball IQ. And that nigga didn't have, like, regular stats. He had uh, backboard-breaking stats. <laughs> he broke For, Literally, backboard-breaking backboard stats. But the thing was, that's why, and then when you look at Zion, I'm like, yo, Shaq can work with 300-something pounds. One time he worked, wait, wait, like, close to 360, 3-something like that, and he still was running, dunking like that? Him and Charles Barkley. For real. But the thing was, when you look at Zion now, like, yo, because I remember one time when they first got him, when he was first playing his couple of games, like, they showed him with his sweatpants, they showed a grease spot. i like, yo. They circled the look where the grease spot, I said, yo, did he finish? Some people said, "Dang, Zion must be got finished eating a three piece." I like, damn. He get, they get off on him. They get off on Michael. They had get off on him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like, yo, if you don't stop eating all these greasy foods, I would have been pissed off if I was his father. Cause I like, yo. So you telling that's something me for football players to do? Eat yeah, food so- and just protein shakes. That's that's football shit right there. To be you know, basketball they could do it too, but it's just like. Like you know, but you still gotta work out. You can't just turn that thing into just the fat because to me, I feel like if you big and kind of fat but also athletic, that's football. If but if you big like Shaq and all that, and you can still ball like that, then you good. But mainly, you gotta be more fit for basketball. Like I ain't gonna lie, Zion could have played linebacker for Duke. That's what I'm saying. He could have been like the size he is, and if he keeps his like and he just works out with it, it's football. Because to me, I think like this. Basketball, you do need size. Size does matter, but at the same time, it's more of athleticism. Football got athleticism too. And don't give me they got athleticism. They got athleticism. Right. But I feel like they kind of use more athleticism than basketball. A little bit. I'm thinking. But I know mainly for football, you just need that toughness. You need that built. Need that like gym every day. Even after a game, you got to hit that gym. Like, weights. Like, every, all day, every day. But the thing was, when I look, I'm like, yo. Are you serious? <clears throat> Nigga, damn. Damn, I'm like, like, like <laughs> damn. I said, damn near 400. Anyway, let's talk. But, like, with the Super Bowl, like, I'm serious. Like, I, okay, LA Rams. I'm like, damn. I said, Odell Beckham back. That's my that's my dog. That's my favorite wide receiver. No, no, no. I, I take that back. Hollywood Brown is my favorite wide receiver. That nigga's a dog. Dang, if he if Odell Beckham hear this, if Odell Beckham hear this, he's like, damn man, you gonna do me like that? <laughs> I got my top three. I got my top three though. For real, my top three is Odell Beckham, Hollywood Brown, and uh, Devontae Adams. Mm. Top three. No, you know who pissed me off. I like I know I don't watch football that much. My dad like had the team the Dallas Cowboys. I look at this once I just say Dak Prescott. I like what the fuck happened on the first game. I thought like, Cowboys won. These motherfuckers fucking up a play. I like how the fuck you fuck up a play. You bastard! I like you goddamn idiot. 
it, if that was a game winning play and you fuck it up, bro, I like there's no you you out of here. You done. You trade. I'm trading your dumb ass. You done. You ain't being quarterback no more. You done. Man, <laughs> like, nigga, like what Prescott? No, I'd be like that's off the TikTok. You're done. You're done. Yeah, go ahead and take the take the pants off for me. Just go ahead and show the light. Be like, she's like, you know, we got trades, right? Yeah. You know, we got trades, right? We can't keep you. You gotta go. He said, he's like, he said, but I can do better. No, 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 no. You gotta go. He said, I can. We need you to do better. Yeah. At another team. Yeah. He said, like, listen, we don't I don't need to hear I can. I need to hear I will. That's what you gotta go. You're done. You're done. <laughs> you you ain't you ain't gotta you ain't gotta leave, but you ain't staying here. Yeah, but oh, yo, man. Okay, like, before we end this, let, let's do this. You know, since you didn't do a random thoughts, I'm gonna bring up one random thought. Have you ever hated that type of teacher? This is a random thought, like this is the same random thought by Bam. It's random thoughts by CTR. But let's this 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 listen. This, this is temporary. This is temporary. Just listen, listen. Don't you hate that feeling? like when you taking a test in class, and then all of a sudden the teacher come by and said, "Let's look at let's take a look see right here." And they look at your paper. They said, "Oh my." And they just look and say, hello, Clayson. Yes, class, make sure you read all the questions carefully and answers too. I like, bitch, what's that for that supposed to mean? Like, damn, bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> really, yeah, like, uh, I already got enough problems already. I don't need your ass to blur them all out. Appreciate y'all both fucking with us. It's your boy Bam two times. And your boy ZTR, aka Zach the Right. Another episode of Southern Royals. Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Southern Royals 2, no space altogether. I can follow us, uh, comment, whatever. Ask us questions, all that. We gonna see it. We're gonna reply back to y'all. Other than that, we out. Peace.